0: Welcome back to the Two Dudes Three Legs Podcast with your host, Zach Dingy. Tony Capoletti. Today we are sitting down with Kevin Radovich, who is a detective and an amputee. And how long have you been an amputee? Fifteen years. He's been an amputee for fifteen years, above the knee as
1: well. And he's got a badass leg. That thing looks dope as shit. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, you yo. Fucking love your <laughs> that guys are looking
0: sharp. Zach Dingy, Tony Capoletti. Two Dudes Three Legs podcast where we share business tips, interview experts, and travel this week on two dudes three legs is that the one that can use like spin it all the way uh Um, my
2: my limb is too long so i can't spin it but yeah you can some of them all right let's start with
0: i'm sure the question everyone has how did you lose
2: your leg 15 years ago tell us the story so 15 years ago it was a sunday it was my day off um i was already a police officer for one year at the time and uh just motorcycle accident um, taking a ride in the back roads. It was kind of new and experience. I think it was my third day with my new bike, Damn. um, Gixxer and, uh, just like back roads S turns. And I kind of took it a little wide. The truck came the other way. And if it was like cars, we probably would have hit mirrors, mm. but because I was on my bike, my knee hit his headlight. So my eighteen wheeler or no, no, like, like a pickup, pickup truck, truck, pickup okay. truck. I uh, like a Tacoma, I think yeah, it was. And uh, it. my leg went that way. My body went that way.
1: Oh, so instant separation, instant,
2: instant. Um, so I went sliding down the road into a ditch, and ironically, like I didn't feel anything, you know. And they say like when you have trauma, it's either you remember everything or you remember nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I remember all of it, you uh, know. Same, I remember sliding on my same. back,
1: and I didn't feel shit either. Yeah, nothing. I had no no pain.
2: <laughs> I heard the truck horn going off. So I went to stand up and I was like, oh man, that, that truck went in the woods or whatever. And I went to go take a step and fell on my face. I was like, oh, same, that's gone. Yeah.
1: Who was there to tourniquet you up? Anybody?
2: Luckily by the grace, you know, like 40 seconds down the road was a park police ranger. Just happened to be checking one of the parks, flew up there and had the tourniquet and everything, man. Thank it God. was nuts. Thank like just God. perfect timing for everything, you know?
1: And you got the helicopter and everything.
2: So that flew me down to uh, Westchester Medical. Yep. I think it was a 10-minute ride. And uh, that was that, man. So I had, that was on a Sunday. They had a surgery to, like, patch me up that day. Um, unfortunately, the accident actually split my kneecap in half, like, mm, went through yeah. it. So on Tuesday, I had to have a second surgery to take out the rest of the knee because that mm. wasn't able to be taken. And then... Um, I spent the rest of the week in the hospital Friday. I went to rehab. They told me, oh, it's going to be six months in rehab. I'm like, no way.
1: Wait Uh, a second. You were in the hospital for less than a week.
2: It was a a week. Yeah. Sunday to Friday.
1: What the fuck were they doing with me? I was there for like a month.
2: Yeah. No one week. So they're like, yeah, you got to go to rehab for six months. I'm like, there's no way I'm not, not spending my time in rehab. Like I went to Burke, which I'm really happy. So did I great place. Right they make you stand up and like deal cards. And I'm like, this is, I'm 23. Like I, I can do this, whatever. You can hop, I can hop anywhere you want, you know? Right. So um, I started getting into trouble there. So they, <laughs> they gave me a wheelchair. I just tried popping wheelies. So they took the wheelchair. Wait, what is Burke? <laughs> is that the rehab center? It's a rehabilitation center. Yeah. I'm yeah. 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 okay. Okay. Um, trying to pop wheelies on the, the wheelchair. They took that away from me. So they gave me crutches. So I, I crutched to like the library. And then I got yelled at that that's too far for me to be crutching. I said, oh, you know yeah. what? timeout. Uh, give me your tests. I'm out of here. Right. So they gave me some couple run-throughs to do. And Monday they sent me home. So I was in rehab for three days.
1: Dude. Holy
2: fuck. Yeah. A hospital for a week rehab for three days. And that was it. And it oh, was man. 15 days total. I was back to work.
1: Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, it
2: fuck? was 15 sick days. So again, just by chance, he called them sick days. Sick, days. Sick, days. <laughs> sick days. It was sick, sick days. <laughs> days. Uh, we had actually had a dispatcher who retired and it was perfect because they put me on the desk as light duty. And I think I did the desk for like three months. I had an awesome sergeant at the time, ex-military, like solid dude. He would work half the shift on the road and then he would come back into the desk and go, I'll sit the desk. You go figure it out, your leg. Yeah, no problem. So I started working on the road half of a shift at a time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's perfect. It wow. Was, it was just acclimated back into it. it was awesome. Yeah. So
2: Kevin,
3: were, you, were you having pain early on, like right after those 15 days?
1: Did you experience oh, a yeah. lot of pain?
2: Oh mm. yeah. The phantom pain that at was night was horrible. Horrible. The did like, they tell you
1: to do anything for phantom? No,
2: they they said stretch a lot and all that. It, stretch. It, it took me a long time to figure out it was my water, salt, and like sodium intake. That was a, a big thing for me. Yeah. If I drank too much and I didn't like pee it out, my leg would start jumping and cramping.
1: Oh, that's so interesting. You know? And if
2: I didn't drink enough, it would start cramping up a lot like phantom pain. So I realized I had to do my water regulation a lot. That was hmm. a big thing. Big thing. Hmm. When
0: you had your surgery, I want to go back for a second. So you had two surgeries to get all the way up and it's right above the mid knee. It's all the way down. I am. R- like literally
2: the longest you could have without, it. without, without the, and yeah. there was, there was no way to save the knee cause half the knee came off. Gone. Correct. Yeah. Gone. Got it. Yeah. So that, that's also been a big problem. Um, because my limb is too long. I I'm restricted with some things. Um, Interesting. uh, like I can't have that pin that flips your leg up because right. that adds two inches and I don't have two inches to give. Otherwise you
1: know? your knees would, your one knee would don't be have much two lower. To give yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can see it
2: here. It's already, it's already lower. Yeah. Two inches to give. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
0: After you get out 15 days after you go right back to work, how long were
2: you a cop before this happened? One year, one year.
0: So,
1: so yeah. it was your
2: first year, one year.
0: Holy, Holy
1: shit. What do you use internal suction on that?
2: So I, I did have suction with the pull bag and everything. I just recently went to the liner. So, I can swap to my running leg and all that back and forth, back and
1: forth. And what? you do a lot of running?
2: Yeah, he saw me. The uh, at the gym? Oh, yeah. yeah, at
1: the gym I, I run. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What is, so you've been an amputee for 15 years. Yep. What is some pro tips you can give to Tony or other amputees? Because his fucking leg bothers him all the time, nonstop.
2: Yeah. Um, it's uh, for me, it was just personally figuring out my diet. Just figuring it out. The water, how much affects it? The water, sodium, and salt, man. Those things. If you think about, that's that's what affects muscles the most. Mm. You know. So if you're going to start cramping, take a daily log, figure out
1: what you're eating, and try to match it up as to what. Yeah. All my issues are always just like skin, skin shit. So I think it's just a matter of time for me. Yeah. I got to figure out what's really bothering it, and I've been working on it, but irritating it. You know, I have problems every once in a while. Also, just I'm shrinking constantly because it's only been two. Actually, it's almost like two and, almost and a half three years in August. Yeah. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. Almost three, oh, years, three years. Three years. A month away. Damn, yeah. time flies when I'm having fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you still have phantom pain? Has it, have uh, you had any in a while?
2: Once in a while, I have it. Um, yeah. Not not so much. You know, not so much anymore. I have it pretty much under control. I get control. it
1: so rarely. just yeah. feels like every once in a while, randomly, like someone just stabs me in the leg. Yeah. And then it just goes away real quick. Absolutely. But I've never had it. Like, I've heard other people who have it, like, really
2: bad. Yeah, all the time.
1: Yeah. And when I first after when i first got out of the hospital i remember i used to feel my foot and like water running down it mm-hmm. for a little while and then it got much worse and then it felt like someone had like pliers on my big toe and they were just squeezing on it all the time but then it went away you know what the doctors told me to do actually sit down in front of a mirror and look at it and like apparently it worked yeah i, I don't have any issues
2: i did that a lot they said that if you're feeling like it's tightened up sit in front of a mirror and like loosen up your 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 real toes And because your mind's going to trick itself thinking that you're like loosening it up on this side, yeah,
1: brain is fascinating. So here's another weird thing that my uncle showed me. He's an above-the-knee right leg uh, motorcycle accident as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you ever try to move your left foot? Have you ever like tried to like just like the same way you would concentrate on this,
2: like trying right now? If I do, it starts to like bug me. Yeah, because I can't. Too. I can't do it, and it's like wait, like fuck you how though. Like, like, like mentally, like the feeling. It's like you can't do it.
1: When I do it, I can feel my left foot again. Oh, it really? feels like you know when you sit and your your foot that's still there, and it, you get pins and needles, and it like goes numb. I can feel that in my left foot. Oh, wow. He showed me that and I'll never do it again. It's like the fucking weirdest thing in the world. Weird. I hate it. Yeah. Mm. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering if anyone else has. I've never heard talked to anyone else no. to see if they've tried that.
2: I'll try to like wiggle my toes on right. this side, but it's, it, I just get like that feeling of frustration because it's not moving. Nothing's yeah, happening. Nothing like yeah. oh, that. It's not moving. Yeah.
1: So you must be like really dissociated with it now.
2: It's, it's been a long time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're, are you, a, so you're a detective. Were you in the field before you were a cop out in the field with your leg? Yeah. You yeah. ever have chased somebody on it? Uh, Everyone yes. here ever test you? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, they've tested. Uh, mainly I've learned how to like, um, one of the big things I've, I've done at work now is, um, body language stuff. So I uh-huh. do more of like a mental thing. Like, Hey, listen, dude, you, you can run if you want, but most people don't even know that right. I have a prosthetic pants all the time. You know, um, there's a couple of times it's really worked for my advantage. uh uh-huh. Um, and I, I got to. Great story for that one, too. Go ahead. Uh, we, tell me we, how was it was. Like, uh, uh, all right. So my it was probably f- one year after the accident happened. I had um forget what it was now. It was, a, it was an autobock, but it um, wasn't this one. It wasn't a fancy one, but it was like all metal looking. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get we get a call for uh, domestic. This kid's on on drugs. He's freaking out. Um, got into a fight with his mom. Whatever. So we pull up. I pull up in the in the police car first, right? And the kid's hanging out the window. It's a raised ranch. And he's like, ah, oh, F you pigs. And I'm like, <laughs> F me, F you, you know? So I go running in the house, right? And my partner's with me. We get up to the, the landing and it's a raised ranch and we're looking down the hallway. And the kid's still screaming at us, whatever. He slams the door and I hear him like sliding something in front of the door to barricade it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, like we got to go in there and deal with this kid. And I look at my partner and I'm like, What do we do? Like, we got to take him to the hospital if he wants to kill himself. You know, I'm like, but we don't, we're not there yet. Like, I don't want to escalate anything. And the kid goes, You come in here, you're taking me out in a body bag. And I'm like, Okay, well, now we're going to the hospital. Like, now we got to do something, right? We got to kick the door. So we start running up to the door, ready to go. My partner goes to kick it. I'm like, No, 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 no. Let me try with this, (laughs) right? Because that's, let me try. I got to try, right? So I line up and I boot the door. Okay. Now it's one of those thin, like paper thin doors. I yeah. didn't know that at the time. Yeah. My whole leg goes through the door. Okay. <laughs> know. And, and, and you know, like the AKs, it goes down mm-hmm. and I can't bring it back up. Oh my God. Oh, oh
1: gets better. <laughs>
2: the pant leg is stuck on my side of the door. So all this kid sees is a metal leg with a boot Shut on it. Shot
1: up. Yeah. He He's starts probably, bro. He's still freaking. tells. He
2: literally started screaming what the F is that? The Terminator. (laughs) I had to push my way through the rest of the door because now I'm stuck and now I'm crying. My partner's crying. We're laughing. This kid's freaking out on drugs. He's like in the fetal position on the ground screaming. The Terminator just came in. The Terminator just came in. So we get to the hospital, right? And he's running to the doctor's The Terminator came in my room. He's attacking me. We're like, yeah, this kid definitely needs psychological help. Like the Terminator, like clearly. What
4: are you talking about?
0: That is hilarious. That's like, what's that movie where, where it's like, where the guy hits the axe for the door? He's like oh uh, the shining yeah the shining there yeah. you go that's yeah. that was johnny a, yeah here's yeah. Johnny, there there you go. johnny here's yeah. fucking terminator Man,
1: In my I, you know how much i would pay to see that
2: oh uh, it was great that's crazy I wish. Bro. I, I wish like the body cams were now like there, we have body cams and all that stuff now like, yeah. if it was back then i definitely would have that same oh somewhere. my god that'd shop. be
1: tiktok famous it was, video right it was, there it was,
2: it was awesome
1: you're kicking through the door the mom's there you said right we made her stay outside because oh, okay. we don't want to like any more people yeah that's fucking but crazy. Yeah,
0: it did, the, did the kid just like not even try to do Nothing. anything after because so <laughs> fetal position he by his bed didn't even move. That was it. Yeah. Did yeah. you
1: did you say it? No. You, you didn't say it. No. Come with me Come if you want me. to move.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want <laughs> to do this again? I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, too. Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh
1: man. That's oh, crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah that's oh some wild
2: shit. There's, so there's some good stories. Yeah. That so you don't have the option, but the AK, you know, there's modes for the leg. Like I can put it in like a cycling mode or a running mode, really? you know? Yeah. And there was like a, back in the day on that leg, there was a, a remote, like a little Bluetooth remote. You know, I could switch to modes quick. So, um, like if I wanted to go biking, click it on bike mode, it like turns off the computer. So there's no resistance. So mm-hmm. I can just push I it. Got pedal, you. Right. Unbeknownst to me, I had an arrest, had him in the back of my police car. And now I'm searching the car, right? I didn't think it was some drugs, whatever. So I'm, I'm leaning under the driver's seat and I'm like searching. I'm kind of like bouncing on my leg and it vibrates. I go, what the hell is that? So I stand up and I'm like, uh, I don't like that. So I take a step and it vibrates two times. Like I feel two specific beeps, right? What the hell is that? So I go take another step and my leg gives out. There's no computer. It oh, switched shit. to cycle mode. <laughs> oh shit, Dummy me. I didn't have my remote with me. So now I'm standing on the side of the road going, what the hell do I do? Like, it just switched to a mode.
1: Because you need it to actuate out to walk forward.
2: Wait, why did it switch to the mode, though? So so I call my prosthetic doctor. I'm like, hey, I got an emergency. Like, I'm on the side of the road. There's a guy cuffed in the back of my seat, and I can't walk. Like, what am I going to do? He goes, so what you did is when you step on your toe and you bounce a couple times, it puts it into a mode switch, like a switching mode option. Oh, shit. And then when I took a step... It puts it into the next mode, which is the cycling mode. Mm. So now I'm on the side of the road, bouncing like a ballerina, trying to switch oh this thing God. to go back to the original mode that I needed. Like,
1: you're doing the stanky yeah. leg on the side <laughs> of the road, and this guy's in the back of your car, like, who the fuck just, yeah. who arrested uh, me?
2: Yeah. So long story short, bring the remote with you to work. Right. I learned that after that one. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty that cool. Technology that's was a lot. That technology Yeah. Can what? Does your this like do that? This does, but now it's an app on the phone. Oh, that's- yeah. oh so it's always yeah. worth it. Yeah. Which is also good, because I've had parties in my house, my friends find the remote, they click it, <laughs> and then they're like, ah, they I'm chucking this in the woods. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, awesome. <laughs> no yeah. shit. Yeah.
0: And for the people who don't know, when he says AK, it means above the knee. Not yeah. many people know yeah. that. So Zach
1: knows, he's been around so many amputees yeah, now. It.
0: Been around, so when we went to, uh, what was the last one we just went to, Boston? Yep. No? Yeah, Boston.
1: Uh, wait, you, you didn't go to Boston, did you? I
0: did. No, Jersey. I went Jersey. to Jersey. Jersey. We're with 50 amputees. Like nobody yeah. in there. It's the entire room is amputees. And then I'm I'm in there running around doing all this shit with him looking like an asshole. beating yeah, everybody in all yeah. the competition, just yeah,
1: racing all of us. It's like, all right, Zach, you're a dick. Yeah, yeah. fucking <laughs> asshole. Have you spent a lot of time with any other amputees? No, not really. Dude, I've no. met so many yeah. on this journey. Because, you know, we, we buy the, the blade legs and we donate them. And we go to yeah. all these events for levitate. I become... Very good friends with the gentleman who founded Levitate. His name's Lasse Manson and he lives over in Denmark. He's my boy. Nice. Um, so he throws these events and has people come try on the blade legs in person. And if you like them, you buy them. We go and we, you know, give them to people there sometimes. Um, but I've met, how many amputees do you think I've met now? Oh my God. 30, 40 that I yeah. know. They're all more fucking nuts. I love them. Yeah, there's way <laughs> right more nuts. Would you
0: say you lost your mind a little bit when you lost your leg? you think you're crazier now or crazier when you were younger?
2: Uh, no, probably now. Yeah. Uh, now it's just I I've I just I mess with people all the time. I mean you you get asked my wife. We we go to uh like the Renaissance fair and I'll wear a shirt that says leg story, twenty dollars. Oh my god. And I, I just walk around. And people like some people get really uncomfortable, which is mo- like fun for me. You so know? much fun. But we we went up to the bar and we're standing in line. I could see when people like read the shirt and they want to like ask you something. So the bartender, I see her turn, she goes, Hey, can we take money out of the till? And I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, here we go. She's going to, she's going to buy a round or something. She goes, we're going to buy a round, but we got to know the story. Mm. So I'm like, now I got to come up with something good. So we got a couple of good stories (laughs) that we save on background. So I go, "Uh, you know, the movie saw and she looks and I'm like, yeah. I said, I can't talk about it. There's a lawsuit going on. (laughs) She jumps in
1: it.
2: I swear. She starts crying. I knew that shit was real. (laughs) She starts crying. I'm like, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh my I'll buy God. my beer. I feel horrible. <laughs> but I was. This is uh, at the yeah, Renaissance Fair. The Renaissance oh, Fair. Yeah.
0: See, you guys have a lot of opportunities to do crazy shit like that. So, oh yeah.
1: You and <laughs> Shannon, you guys do the coolest costumes I've ever seen any couple do. <laughs> Hopefully, if Thanks. we're filming this, maybe Bryce, you can snap a few and show it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. so you guys do the sickest costumes ever. Yeah. Give
0: me a couple of them.
1: I, I remember the last one you did. You looked. Fucked up. You were that fat guy from uh, Penguin. Was yeah, Batman Penguin. Penguin. Yeah, yeah. That was that, that was, was a good one. How do you guys do this? You she, come up with the costumes yourself. She you does do it all. It? You do all the costumes. She stuff? makes it all.
2: You make so it too. So badass. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. And then you
1: did. I saw an apocalyptic one. I think you guys were in. That, uh, we're uh, in went to Salem
2: for that. Yes. Yeah. That was probably my favorite one.
1: Me so too. She he had his foot hanging <laughs> <laughs> over here, a fake foot <laughs> it hanging. Was so
2: great. I'll, I'll grab a picture, but it's uh. I mean, she made the whole thing. She, she buys all the costumes. She yeah. like sews it, glues it, whatever. You got to make it look like oh, gross. Crap. But we went to Salem. It was during COVID. You had to have a mask. So we had to come up with a costume mm. with a mask on it. So we're like, oh, we'll just do like a Mad Max thing, you know? Yes. But I, we ripped one pant leg off. So my pant leg was showing. And then I, I ho- like had ears and fingers, but then I had one big long foot
1: like a limb on the floor. That is The true. best yes. costumes. So you guys are huge Halloween fans, obviously. Oh, I love it. It's the I best love time it. of year, I think.
2: I literally have sat in my yard with my leg off, pretending to be <laughs> like a costume. And when kids come up, I scare them. I did yeah. that. And I chase them. I like, did that at, uh,
1: uh, my uncle does a haunted house. It's Nightmare Circus, we call it. And I laid out on a table and I had like a fake leg cut off and I'd wait for people to come up. And then I'd like jump on them. Because yeah. you look like a prop yeah, that and you don't a have a leg. Yeah. yeah, nobody believes it. It sells yeah. it big time. Yeah.
2: I think plus. we're the only people that can make candy on Halloween. You know, like we gain it instead of people getting it from oh, yeah. us. Like they throw their candy, they go run away and I collect all the Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> so what else?
0: You, you were apocalyptic. And then the other one you just said, what other yeah, good ones? We you got Batman, more?
2: Batman were Penguin. Uh, we were, uh, what else? We were Beetlejuice one year. Oh, uh, that's good. That oh, was yeah. a good one. Um, We went out in New Orleans and we were um vampires from... What was that movie again? Uh, interview with a Vampire.
0: The best one that? I've ever seen. You ready for this? I was fourteen years old. There was a club, Trumans. You ever heard of Trumans? No. It used to be, a, it was like a, a. It
3: was the gay bar across yeah, the river. Gay bar, yeah. <laughs> and
0: every third, hold up! <laughs> he was trying. to catch you, third, he was He was trying he to,
3: was to catch you. On catch on you. Well, all
0: right. <laughs> every third week, they'd have. Teenager night or some shit like that. And we were like fourteen. We used to go there. Sounds and, sus. Uh, yeah it's Mad sus. Bro. It wasn't gay <laughs> when it was the teenager night. It was the spot for all teenagers. It was right. like Kiki Club. Yeah. But uh anyway, a guy dressed up as a bathtub. He had a it was a big ass bathtub that came across out of him, like this. And then it was a shower curtain around him. And when he went into Truman's and he was dancing, he would close the curtains. And <laughs> dance with a girl inside his own little bathtub thing. Dance
1: with a girl. Yeah. 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 Whatever. I shouldn't imagine. He yeah. mentioned it was a fucking gay bar. It wasn't <laughs> a bit of problem. Did you dip your toes in his bathtub? No, yes, I did. Man. I got in his bathtub. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and warm. Man.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, Kev, can anyway. I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, so being a cop, you might have had a little bit more experience, but I know us kind of like going on this journey with Tony, uh, what was your familiarity with amputees and prosthetics before your accident had you no. did you know anybody
2: zero yep
0: zero so was
3: that Absolutely. a big learning 100. curve learning curve or what like
2: 100 well, it suck. was so when I, I i go to a step ahead down long island and those guys are amazing down there i gotta give them all I the follow props them in the them on instagram yeah. they
1: look like they are a step ahead they
2: are amazing <laughs> like they're yeah <laughs> That's good. Cool. I mean yeah so like even just like walking like a couple i told you like a couple days after I'm, I'm down there and they're like yep Get in, the, get in the prosthetic. You got to learn quick. Otherwise, you're going to forget how to walk. You got to get into it. I'm like, okay, right. So uh, another funny story is they had a, a fundraiser for me for the, at the police department, right? So I show up and I'm in the leg. I'm not, I shouldn't be in it. Like the bottom of the leg wasn't even healed yet. It's bleeding out of the pin and oh, everything gosh. like bad. And I was probably standing for like 13 hours at this event, right? Oh, I just didn't want to sit down. I had a lot of people. I'm talking to everybody, whatever. So I go to check in with my, the surgeon, right? And and I didn't bring the prosthetic. I'm not supposed to be in it, right? So I go in, he goes, hey, uh, you in a prosthetic? And I'm like, no, 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 no. You told me not to. He goes, you sure? I'm like, mm, yep, absolutely sure. He pulls out a newspaper and there I am standing in the <laughs> newspaper in the prosthetic. I look at it and go, wow, there's another cop who lost his leg. His name is Kevin too.
1: Uh, just, just go with it. That's like good. But
2: yeah, oh, no, a lot of just learn as you go, uh, you know, learn as you go. How how bad was the
0: pain? Like how long did it last? Because again, for him, you can talk about it, but he, your pain,
2: his pain, still goes on all the time. I feel like your
0: leg. Yeah, but is, only when I'm super yeah, active. I'm sure
1: when you go for a long run, your fucking yeah. leg hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: it depends. It, it, I get more tired now than hurt. Um, it used to be like when I started running, it felt like you were like if you were running under kneecaps. That's what mm. it felt like when I started running. Mm. Now it's kind of after time, it just develops better, and I just get more tired than anything. Um, there's certain points that wear out a little bit more like Mm -hmm. towards like my butt cheek on the back that rubs a lot harder, Mm. you know? So sometimes that gets, that's more pain. It's not like the leg itself. It's certain areas. Do you still ride? No, no, No. You haven't rode since? Can't shift. Can't shift. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's your left foot. Yeah. I I went to fast cars. (laughs) What do you got? (laughs) I've had everything. I I change cars. Like I change my underwear. Nice. So I've had the, the new GTR, I've had Supras, uh, Oh holy you, fuck! Yeah, if, yeah. What do you Damn. have right now? I He's, got the Jeep Rucon now. Thanks. I got rid of oh right. the three nine two. No, okay. I wish. Okay. I wish. No, no, no. I just got a Rubicon. I got rid of my M four for that.
0: I just sold my oh, yeah. M three literally an hour ago. Oh, okay. Just yeah, for we got, picked got here. Up. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. just picked me up from down here. I had an E
2: forty six M three. Oh, nice older one. Yeah. Um, but,
0: I
1: miss having a fast car.
2: I know. I'm gonna get the itch now again. I look at something. I don't know.
1: Steven's got one. steve has got plenty. He's, he's got, got a Bentley. An, he's got an M3 right now sitting on the corner of Wheels of Rust. I was looking at it today.
2: I sold him my uh, GTR. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: why he wouldn't let any of us know about it because I'd come and fucking mm, talk him oh, down. Oh, he... I'd yeah. be <laughs> driving. <laughs> <laughs> Did you work yeah. the GTR?
2: Was it worked? Because oh, those yeah. things get crazy, yeah. Stage two is at yeah. 950 horse on. Yeah, they get yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was too much. Yo, there's
0: one guy. You know the, the guy, uh, he owns... Is it Windows or decal? Something like that. He does something with Windows in the city who's got the hand driven GTR. He's a yeah. he's paralyzed from the waist down. Get out of here and he has a hand. You ever seen that one? The yellow one that's around here? No? Got it. Yeah. He's paralyzed from the waist down. He's got a hand driven GTR. That's so badass.
1: I did go get a quad though. Yeah. I got the baddest ass quad you could buy with well without shifting. Nice. I got a 1,000. what is it called? An XX? I've run it once. I'm seeing XXE. X, X, oh, yeah, it is called a renegade. Renegade. It's a 1000R. It's so yeah. stupid fast. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, 800 anything? pounds. I
0: mean, if, Quads, dirt I, bikes? I, We don't have
2: a lot of property for that, but at work, yeah, we have ATVs, we got UTVs. I'm Different on those shit. details. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah. shit. So, so,
1: do you use that for D tech work?
2: Nah, I do details. So, like okay. the fireworks, like 4th of July fireworks, we the, all the parades and stuff. We have UTVs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was on the Marine unit, so the boat stuff. I get all the. The cool stuff from work. <laughs> got it.
0: So let's talk about the detective work a little bit. How long yeah. have you been a
2: detective? So I got promoted two years ago. Okay. So
0: Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Um what is what does that entail? Are you just getting stuff kind of dropped on your desk? Yeah, I want to know the day to day. Yeah. yeah. Give us something? A, yeah. So is it like the movies?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes and no. <laughs> okay. So it, it really depends on what it is. Day to day. Some some days there's absolutely nothing going on and I'm just catching up on paperwork. But some days we're just getting slammed. Um, I mean, uh, my wife will tell you from the homicide, I had a homicide that like, I wasn't home for like 18 days. It was, Mm. I'd come home for 20 minutes, I'd sleep, take a power nap, my phone's going off, I'm running back to work, whatever, you know. Mainly right now, what comes in a lot is these financial crimes, these scams. You know, Mm -hmm. oh, your, your brother's in jail, we need bail money, and someone sends bail money, and they're not really that person at all oh, you know sucks. like those those kind of old people scams things mm. like that is really what we're online down. scamming online and shit like scams that too? yeah
1: that's the biggest thing right like as far as those, volume
2: those i'll probably get maybe seven a week wow you know what i mean oh, you know fuck. all wow. the other stuff just, what's
1: the biggest number you've seen someone get taken for
2: um one of the s- local schools by us was 400 grand <gasps> oh my yeah, god yeah that was a like a check you know they made a fake check Oh my God. Hammered them. Yeah. That's a lot of loot, dude. Yeah.
1: And these people get away with it.
2: They depends, you know, it depends on how quick we can catch them. Yeah, You know, like if is there like a
1: time that once a certain amount of time passes, like I know with a homicide typically within the first 48 hours, if you don't have a a lead, is that true? Uh,
2: No, no. I mean, I had my lead within six hours, four or five, six hours, something like that. So yeah, I guess it was pretty good, but, um, no, so like the financial stuff. No, it's it's mainly we try to do it for the banks. Like we we is the quickest we can tell them like this was a scam. They'll get it paid back with insurance, and our victim usually gets made whole. Mm. And then we have mm. all the time to track down the bad guy that made away with the money. You know, but as long as our victim gets made whole, we're really out under the I don't even under understand the how
1: these guys could get away with it. What do they do? Take a check for four hundred grand, put it in an account. Like how how could they have access to an account that doesn't directly lead to them?
2: Yeah, think about it, every time. It, I mean. Our age, we don't send out checks. How many paper checks do you send out?
1: Uh, uh, no, or, I can't even write one. Exactly. I, have to, I have to Google how to write a paper yeah, check. Yeah, the problem is
2: anytime someone sends out a check, they have your account number and your routing number. Right. So anybody can just scam you. You know, it's, it's your personal information's out there. Hmm. So I tell everybody. I write checks every fucking day. Yeah, man. Not good, huh? No, my my literally my parents just got hit uh, last week. Oh my goodness. Same thing. Are yep. they in for their, for their business? Yep. So you're on it. I. I can't but yeah oh. I, uh, my partner is on it yeah yeah no joke yeah, how like much is that grand? for a lot it was like two grand oh, okay. no, nothing crazy Yeah, you know?
0: it's the irony the guy that just left before this is uh, locked in with Ian Bick and uh, do you know who that is And you heard the story from Connecticut he's the guy who runs a podcast yeah. here he uh he went to jail for money, money laundering <laughs> <laughs> he owned a bar ironic. he owned a bar in Connecticut and had some troubles when he anyway yeah, he go. left yeah. t- at 20 minutes ago there you go and that's a little ironic yeah but uh all right, so money money uh, uh fraud is common. Give yeah. us some other ones. What I want I seen? wanna
1: get right to the juicy juicy. Give the us the your favorite case you've done so far.
2: Uh <laughs> my favorite case
1: that you've worked.
2: It depends. I mean, the homicide was fun. That that was that was definitely fun to work, but that was our entire unit. Um I wound up having to pull in the FBI. We used a lot of different uh um, take us there. different agencies. Day one. Uh
1: are you allowed? You, I don't yeah. want to say it. Uh, I don't want to say no. it. No. What um, can you tell us?
2: Uh, so she, w- she was um, She was. murdered in Brewster, and then uh, her body was transported down to North Carolina. And we wound up finding her down there. We did. Wow. Yeah. It, we did some interviews. We talked to some people and uh, got some other information. But yeah.
1: Not allowed to say I much can't. more. So yeah. literally,
2: literally yesterday I was going down to court for it. So oh, it's, wow. it's not done yet. Oh, it's fresh. Yet. It oh, was, so you're in the middle was, of working
1: one of your biggest favorite cases right it's, now. It's,
2: it's done. He was arrested. Oh, okay. Um, but it's in the process of still going to court. Yeah. What, what but. stories
1: can you tell us? Give us a couple, one, maybe one or two war stories. Some,
2: some war stories. You I ever mean, beat
1: anyone with that leg? <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: You uh, threatened someone,
1: someone to beat them up with the uh, leg.
2: I have made jokes with the guys at work saying like one day I'm just going to go nuts on these people like when someone's like oh I like getting all crazy I'm just going to go straight Mel Gibson and just boom <laughs> shoot my prosthetic leg and be like who's crazy now you know like you know uh, do crazy amazing. stuff like that um No nah, I mean there's day to day I mean we we deal with a lot of stuff in my unit you know um a lot of stuff I try not to bring home, like we do a lot of like kids sex crimes, you know, things like that, oh, which God. is like, that's rough. Some of those are super, super hard to deal with, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Um, How do you, are, are you able to just kind of disconnect from it
2: now because it's work and not bring it home or do you still struggle with it? I, it's hard to not bring it home, mm-hmm. you know, because it's always in my face, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but yeah, th- there's. A couple of bad ones, like the, the generally the, the sex crimes are the ones that are hard for us, like the rape and the, mm. and the kids stuff. That's, that's hard for us to, to that stuff fucks from. people up big yeah. time. Yeah. So
1: I get that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's hard. You know, like I, I'll come home and I'll completely turn it off, oh. but then like, we'll watch a movie and I'll see something where they'll be like, man, like, mm. yeah. we're watching uh true detectives now, you know? And I see All a couple of right. things in there and I'm like man, like clicks back to the case that I had. I was like, yeah, it's exactly like what I had. Yeah, absolutely. Have you always
0: wanted to be a detective? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Since you were young. Yeah. There's kind of two routes in the police world. Like you can do the detective route or you can do like a sergeant route. And right. I never wanted to be like a boss telling somebody what to do. I always wanted to figure shit out. You know, like that's mm. the way I wanted to go. Hmm. You know,
1: it has gotta be a, a lot of, so it's gotta be rewarding. On top of obviously being a very hard job to do because all the shit you got to see. Yeah. It's got to be yeah. tough to have faith in humanity when you I have to deal just with, thinking that. with the nastiest things. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how you could do it. I think I would go crazy. You're a strong <laughs> man, dude. <laughs>
2: so, the, the best way to, to wrap your head around that is to, I always tell myself, I'm dealing with somebody at their worst day, at mm. their worst time. Mm. That's not everybody every day. There are some people I deal with every day that it's like, you're a shepherd, you know, yeah. but there are a shippard. A shippard. <laughs> everybody else, you know, like, I'm like, listen, this was just a really bad day for you. And that's, that's right. What like is. the Terminator you know? kid. Like the Terminator kid. Yeah. That was a one day he'll never forget that day. And I'll never he'll forget Probably that never day. Yeah, day. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I know <Exactly>. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Kid so. can't
1: stand next to toasters, anything electronic. <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> Freaking out.
2: It's a great one. Yeah. Um, it just, that's how you just deal with it, you know. Uh, and now you're a father as well, right? Yeah, yep, yep. Uh Shanna's uh he's my stepson. But, okay. Uh yeah, shannon's son, Gunner. Yep, yep. Gunner. 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 Oh, what a sick name. That's an awesome name. That's, that's a is.
0: cool last name. Yeah. Everybody's
1: got cool names. Yeah,
2: yeah. for real. I'm Gunner gonna change mine it's Gunner Creed. What? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That's a dope name. <laughs> <laughs> what the, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah well, that's he, probably cool though. I mean, it, it, how old is he? He's, he's young. Eight. He's eight. Oh, yep. eight? Yeah. Geez, I feel like I just saw like pictures. I don't know. I was like going through your Instagram. Yeah. Shit. I, thought I saw yeah. pictures of me, like a little guy, but.
2: Oh, probably. I mean. I just started was... my
1: dad journey. I got a oh. two and a half month year old at home. Oh, yeah. Baby girl, baby Gianna. Oh. We call her a gunner too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so what was the training like Like when you, uh, when you decided to become uh, law enforcement? Mm-hmm.
2: That's a good one. So I. I have a lot of different skills, um, that I specifically looked for. Um, so the regular trains like the Academy, you know, and, um, one of the things I get all the time is a step ahead calls me and they said, Hey, we got somebody who's, uh, you know, uh, a BK below the knee and they're looking to go in the Academy. I'm like, okay, mm. like to me, yeah, if you can do the run and you can do the physical, but they're being told, no,
3: like you can't, you can't keep up. You can't do it.
1: By and- who though?
2: Like people in the academy.
3: So do you find yourself being like an advocate for other people who are disabled? Yeah. I, so I told
2: them and said, I'll I'll go down there. Like as far as I know, my my prosthetist say that. Mm. Right. Away, <laughs> uh, he tells me all the time, like you're the only AK I know in New York State that's still a cop. Damn. And I'm wow. Like, oh, okay. So I, I don't know anybody else. I don't even know any BKs that are cops. I know some NYPD guys. Um, there was one time I was at the doctor and and one guy was like, "Give me shit." He's like. You still work? I'm like, yeah, I had to. Like, it was only one year on when it happened. Like, I, I got back 15 days, man. I was back. He's like, you know, it's because guys like you, I'm I'm trying to get out on on disability, but you guys like you are coming back. I'm like, that's, what? That's your problem, dude. Yeah, like, what? Like, he said that to your face. Yeah, he got thrown out. He what threw f- he threw him out of the office. He's like, I, I, I'm not putting up with that stuff in my office. You get out and throw. What him out. a dick. Yeah. So it's it depends. I'll, I'll go talk to anybody. I'm like, hey, listen, if there's somebody in that in a hospital, somebody I know. I'll go like, no problem. I'll go talk. I'll be an advocate. Uh, you can get through this. You can do it. I, I did 16 years as a cop with it, you know? Mm.
3: So it's, so what
2: was the yeah, physical here's activity here's like,
3: example. uh, for you? Like beforehand, like what was your, did you have like a, uh, a, a wild training experience yourself getting into the game? Like,
2: so be, before, yeah. 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 So your, the, the, I went to the Dutch Academy right down the road. Right. Um, and the head instructor, Sean Gallagher, love the guy. Um, super physical guy. Um, it, even if he was like hung over, this guy would run 17 miles with you, you know? So he would always push us harder and harder and harder. I was never a runner, never wanted to run. I'm not built for running. <laughs> so we go to the Academy and I remember one day, um, we had a bunch of instructors, but they all got called out cause they're all cops. Shit comes up, you know? So, um, he, all the classes were canceled. He goes, we're just, running all day oh god <laughs> yeah tell me about it we went from the uh dutchess county sheriff's office we ran all the way up here route 9 to vanderbilt oh he made us run down the hill into vanderbilt and back up and then back the <laughs> That's next a f- lot of fun uh, a lot of fun the next day the same instructors canceled again guess what we same did
1: Same <laughs> yeah
2: so we ran from dutchess county sheriff's oh, out say. to route 9 and down to 84 and back
1: oh my god and that god. was our
2: entire day yeah it's did guys quit at that point? Was there guys quitting like in the Marines and shit? No. So kind of weird. Um, at that point, at, in the beginning of the academy, everything sucks, right? You don't want to be there, but that's what they do. They break you down and then they slowly start building you back up. So like now I miss it. I would go back to the academy mm. in a heartbeat. And anybody that I graduated with, we had 20, 22 people start the academy 21 graduated, Got it. Like That's awesome. only Very one quit out rate. for medical, Damn. you know, like that was the only reason why that, that was that. So we would all go back in a heartbeat mm-hmm. and funny story that, um, uh, fundraiser that they had for me, that, was, that I wasn't, shouldn't have been in my leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My 90 year old grandmother sits next to Sean Gallagher. Right. And he goes, he's going back to work. You know why I know he's going back to work? Cause he went through my academy
1: mm-hmm. and I was like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, get away from my grandmother. So
1: I got a good question for you. Um, sometimes I, I see it online more than anything, but like you see a video of a cop and he's like super overweight. And like, if something happened, like this guy's not doing anything. Yeah. Couldn't fight his way out of a plastic bag. Like, what are you, what, what's your take on that? Like, don't you think that somebody upholding the law should have to uh, uh, like, Um, perform at some type of standard. Like, what do you, what do you, what's your take?
2: Absolutely. Um, you got to stay fit for for our job. I mean, we have enough stress on our body mentally and everything else. You do the physical part of it. uh, The average cop when they retire will die within five years. Oh my god! Just because holy fuck! Wait, what? Yeah, literally. I just I just went to a training about wellness and all that kind of stuff. You know stuff, right? Heart, your your sleep regulation, everything. So like a 40 year old cop is probably like 60 something years old, you know what I mean? So like I I can retire at 42. So luckily I'm going to be young enough, but you got to stay fit. Those those guys are really, they're an embarrassment because it's just not healthy, but mentally and physically, you got to be better than that. Right. We we have to be better. You know, do you
0: have any kind of standard throughout the process of like 10 years in? No, there's
2: certain if you like, uh, I'm on the SWAT team, but I'm not like a, ram the door guy. I'm not a attack guy. I'm a hostage negotiator. So we, we have never had a tech, like a, like a standard for running or things like that, which I think SWAT guys should, they, that should be the peak fitness guys, right? Ramming doors, right? But we were so lax and it's, it's hard for cops to continue that. It's, it's hard for anybody to keep physical fitness going. Mm -hmm. Um, And sadly, when I was in narcotics, my boss was on the SWAT team. And um, they started to put a standard in effect. They said, hey, you're not doing a mile and a half run. You guys are no young kids. Like we got 40 year old, 50 year old, whatever. And um, they're like, but we're gonna make you do like a little obstacle course, flip a tire, go up and down a ladder, you know, hit a door, whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. So my boss started freaking out and he's like, hey, I got I to get back into shape. He went to the gym that night and had a heart attack.
1: Oh man, that I knew night. you were gonna Jesus, so, poor guy.
2: I mean, and he was a great boss, you know? That's terrible. So, that's like, intense. that's the thing. It, it's either you keep it going from the beginning, but you can't start putting that in effect. You know, you have to start slowly right. rolling that in, you right. know? Have you so, ever,
0: you just slipped past it. I want to go back to that. Have you ever had to do a hostage negotiation? Have you ever actually had to do it for the SWAT team?
2: So, there, I've been on that for two, two or three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a few. Um, the, the only ones that I've been on have, we've never made contact. So it's, it's very difficult. Once we can get them on the phone, we can keep them on the phone and keep talking and we can do all that stuff. Unfortunately, the ones I had, there was just no turning back. They Mm. just wanted to do it and they ended their own life.
1: Mm. Yeah. What's the training like for that?
2: Uh, we had two weeks of, uh, intensive training. Um, it's a lot of talking. I mean, it's, you guys would be great at it. Like the talking aspect, keeping somebody talking. Um, you know, you don't, don't tell anybody you no. Know. Like, oh, can can you get me a helicopter? There's some things you're like, listen, that that's not an option. But let's talk about something. It's more about like redirection. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to school for uh, forensic psychology, like criminal profiling. Um, mm-hmm. and so I'm big into like the body language, interrogations, things like that. Which it was kind of hard for me to switch that switch. Um, for hostage negotiator, because now it's on a phone. I don't get to see right. someone's body language. Everything yeah. right. you've been trained that's big, on. That's a right. big thing. So I had to start reading about personality types, which I learned in college from for some things. And uh, so the way to talk to somebody is figure out their personality type, and then you can direct them like that. Um, perfect example, if if someone's a dominant personality, right? That's that ego-driven person. A-type. I'm not going yeah, to, A-type, exactly. I'm not going to tell you, hey, come out of the house. Never going to happen, Right. But if I ask the question a certain way, like, um, Hey, if, if you decide to come out, we at least let me know mm. that's, that's you giving exactly. you're putting the power right. in their hands. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm making them be the power one in, in choosing their own. It's action. just like sales. I was it's just going to exactly. say, you know, who says that NLP neuro-linguistic yeah. Yeah. programming yes. in the event you decide to move forward
0: today. Here's what you'll not like. Absolutely. All the same thing.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so I've learned there's four different personality types, and each way I can. Oh, handle. this is a, this is probably <laughs> the Yo, this training is the same we did. Exact it's shit. probably there's four thing.
1: different personality types. There's social,
2: absolutely social, dominant. Um, uh, God, I analytical, I think, is one of them. Yep, calculated, and calculated,
0: and stable. And stable. Listen, dog, stable, yep. if yep. you're you if go. you're having you trouble
1: go. negotiating, hit me up. There you go. <laughs> See, you guys <laughs> well, got it. Well, that's funny. It actually it's negotiating. It's the right? same so thing. Same thing.
2: Sales, car salesman. That's well, crazy. The, the only difference is when you're trying to buy a car, you're trying to do what's best for you. You know, you're trying to get the best option. Mm. I can't accept the best option. You know, if someone has 15 people hostage, I have to get all 15 out. I can't say, oh, give me six and then you can keep the rest. Guys, it's, we got six. It's, it's a, <laughs> all right. Good job going home. You know, so that, that's the only difference is we got to play a little higher stake at it. But
0: So is,
3: uh, uh, oh, that's so interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah. All right, so Kevin, is, so did you say that you wanted to be a cop basically since you were like little? Yeah.
2: So when I was 12 years old, my mom was. Uh, we lived in a, a community, a Lake Lake Carmel, and she was part of the um, Lake Carmel committee, like keeping the water clean and keeping like motorboats off of it and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And on the committee was a police sergeant, uh, Sergeant Jerry Unary, really good friends with my mom. And I'm super young. Every time he came over, I'm like, oh, I want to be a cop. Look at his uniform. It's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. So one day I'm playing out in the yards. I think I was up up the block or something like that. And I found a box of bullets in a um, ditch. So I go running home to my mom. And I'm like, you got to call Sergeant He's He's got to come get these bullets. So he came to the house. He put me in the front of the police car. And he goes, take me where the bullets are. So he drove me up the road. A detective for the day. Yep. He took out the bullet. He told me how like the the hammer of the gun hits the bullet and how it works and operates the whole thing. And Mm. I was hooked. Mm. Went back home, told my mom. And then that summer, that sergeant started a cadet program in the town of Kent Police Department. I was the first cadet. (laughs) I signed up. I got a uniform and I started riding with the police officers every Friday, Saturday, Sundays, whatever, till I got hired as a cop. So, I mean, I went all through high school riding with them, then I went part-time in Westchester, and then I got hired with the Town of Kent Police Department. So Why do you think you wanted to be a cop so bad? What was your motivation? No idea. Just- No idea. You know, everybody says, oh, you want to do the best for the public, you know, you want to do this. Me, I just thought it was the coolest freaking thing ever, mm. you know? Yeah. Lights and
1: sirens. That's so cool, man. There's something really romantic about that story. It's like, you just, you knew it. When yeah. you were younger, you wanted yeah. to be a cop, just and then you, you, you came on- and then the world tried to steer you in a di- different direction. Yep. You were like, fuck that. I'm yep. staying not on. a cop
0: anyway. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, that's a badass story, man. So right.
3: that's actually why I asked because it sounded like, you know, like you just thought it was so cool from a young age. And that's like what you were determined to do. So then and then you were uh, serving as an officer, like through the kind of like shift in the culture when it didn't, it became like almost like not cool to be a cop or yeah. like the attack on police culture. So yeah. what was it like to be inside that and was there a panic was it like a resistance did you guys become you know tell us about what it was like
2: so the the police if you look back in the history of policing it's always a pendulum right it's always we're good we're bad we're good we're bad right 9-11 we were awesome like we're the best we're lifesavers and now we're back into this other side now um i look at that still as a positive for police officers i i'm a big proponent of training I'm an instructor, I try to teach i try to you know i'm i was a field training officer when I was still on the road, like teaching the new kids we need better training you know mm. um, unfortunately, the defunding of us we can't get that training so you gotta have one so you've way been
1: affected by it
2: we all have we all have uh we went from uh six people on the road to five on the road like we we have all been scaled back it's starting to come back now where we can go to trainings like I just got back from three days I was at a uh f b i conference in um Connecticut for behavior analysis, so like there's little things that even the training companies are doing it for zero. They they won't make you charge just so they can get us to go to training. Mm-hmm. Um, that's
3: huge. So the defunding is like well, it's counterproductive to, ab- to, to the uh, cause to their cause.
0: Absolutely, it's very interesting because if you want to if you want to practice law as a as a lawyer and defend law, you have to go to school for years, and there's constant training and pressure on you. But if you want to enforce law, it's not nearly,
2: it's, you know, one eighteenth yeah. of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For, for us, we have to keep up on on ourselves. Correct. That, that's what they're expecting. They're expecting, oh, you need to know the case law that comes out and how this affects this and how this affects that. We need more training of everything. You want better cops? Train us. Mm. You know? You want more equipment? You got to train us on that equipment. You know? And it's all cost money.
1: Hmm. Uh, real quick, you brought up the FBI. Mm-hmm. I'm big on conspiracies. Oh yeah. Are the FBI just pawns for the Biden crime syndicate? (laughs) How do you feel about that?
2: I mess with them all the time. I, I work with them a lot. Um, some of them are just really good linguistic people. Some are really good at certain aspects. Um, I've always wanted to do the behavioral analysis unit, you know, like, uh, it's stupid, but the, uh, the shows that the we're shows, all addicted to, yeah, they're not real mindhunter, okay. <laughs> you know, Mind, mindhunter that's a, that's a great show. I read that book too. It's sick. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, I've always wanted to do FBI. So unfortunately I did apply, um, to FBI probably 2009. I think mm. I, I passed several of the phases. Um, I was going to be a victim specialist out in LA. It was like, I don't know if it was like 96 grand to start or whatever. And, um, they said, oh, you have to go through Quantico. And I said, all right, just, just, you know, I have a prosthetic and I, to go through a whole academy again with an, as an AK, that's going to be rough, you know? Yeah. So they said, all right, but we'll go, you can, you can do it. I said, all right. I, at the time I was still a Kent cop and I'm like, all right, well, I'll go, I'll take a leave of absence so I can go to the the academy. If I fail Quantico, I can at least still have my career, my, my life yep. back, you know? And, uh, unfortunately they're like, No. We need full commitment. You need to quit the police job mm. to come down here. And I was like, I can't take that risk. Yeah. You know, that's too much. That's of a too leap much. Of faith it was still, on that one. yeah, it was probably two or three years after my accident. I never ran. You know, it's yeah. still, I was still processing it yeah. and working yeah. through it. So,
1: too much of a yeah. risk on that one.
2: I have it framed. The whole you've you know, you 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 can go the to Quantico, the whole yeah. thing, acceptance letter, yeah. That's pretty cool so, though. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that would have been an awesome job.
1: Now let me ask you this. Do you keep the blade leg on you just in case you need to somebody takes off on you? No. How long does it take to switch from one so, to the other?
2: So this leg's like three hundred grand. It will switch automatically. What? Yeah. So there's a computer <laughs>
1: Wrong. Right. We thought. We
0: were, what did homie just say? Three hundred yeah. grand yeah. for that leg?
2: Oh yeah, for the whole the whole setup? Yeah.
1: Let me hold that for a minute. Oh <laughs> my! That's crazy. Yeah. God. What there's, makes
2: it three hundred grand? So there's a computer <laughs> in the ankle that tells the gyroscope in like the shin what the computer of the knee should do. So if you think about it, there's three computers in this in this leg:
0: the knee,
1: wow. knee shin, get a and in the ankle. Wow. So Keep going um,
2: on it. yeah. It's waterproof. You know, which is the huge thing. I needed that, you know, um, cause I, I was, again, I was on the marine unit. I can't be on a boat and can't jump in to save somebody or do something. We're going right. to get wet no matter what we do. Right. You know? um, so it automatically switches modes. So if I start to run that gyroscope. Well, oh, this wait.
1: is the one you run on?
2: No, I, I run on the on the um, the wait. blade just to make it easier, but I can run on this. What? Yeah. I just don't because it's 300 grand. I don't want to break it. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
1: that's crazy. But, yeah. If I start to run,
2: it knows the gait of this leg. So if I start to, if I take a short step, it'll take a short step. If I start to run, it'll, it'll run with me, bro. Yeah. Wow. That's
3: crazy. Yeah. And it's
1: all Autobach.
3: All Autobach. Yeah. It's a uh, genium X3. So, is well, how hard was that to get funded? Was that through insurance? What's the battle? Been? Yeah. Has there been a battle? Like, what's that like?
2: Unfortunately, yeah. So, um, every three years, my insurance will pay for a new one. So, every three years, I get a new one. So, this is probably my th- this one's my third one. The other one was that Terminator leg that I had. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, insurance is is tricky. It w- it used to be really really good in New York. I don't know what changed in the last couple of years, but it's it's been a battle now. Um, my prosthetic uh, doctors trying to get me a secondary. Cause again, with the long residual limb, I break it a lot. I force the computer too much and I, I overextend it really. Um, which is fine. The, the, my doctor's like, hey, send it, you know, whatever you got to do. Right. So, um, I'll go down there and I try to swap it out. I'll get like a rental. I, every, I joke with everybody at work. I'm like, yeah, I got the rent me sticker today on the, <laughs> on the leg. Um, wild, but they've been trying to get me a secondary leg. So if I break this one, I can just mail it to them and then use my backup. But insurance denies it. They're like, we're we're not, we're not paying for a second one. Even in your line
3: of work, like they don't.
2: So again, before I could get whatever I wanted, they're like, Hey, he's a police officer. He needs to be fit. Get him a, get him a blade. Hey, he's got to do this, this. So like now I have a hybrid. I do have a a full blade. I don't like running it. It sounds like a centaur when I go running, (laughs) but I have a a hybrid, um, which has a foot and it's still like three quarters of a giant blade. Wow. So that one's easier to run. I It's just no computer. I can't go up and down stairs. This one, I can I can step foot over foot like I'm going up and down the stairs.
0: That's dope. That is so intense. It's insane yeah. that they have technology to make it switch like that and just work mine all the time. Mine is so and, basic. Yeah, you're, there's you're, nothing. Like, to- that's why I'm compared <laughs> to like, you yeah, just yeah, got to fucking.
1: Like, mine is literally, there's nothing to it. It's yeah. just a fucking, it's a blade and a socket and yeah. that's it. I don't even have suction on mine it's yeah. a pin it's a pin i got yeah. nothing going on with mine cool maybe that's why i get hurt all the time i gotta Probably. step my game up
0: you gotta step it up. i got a question back to what we were talking about before uh behavioral stuff and no. body language that's big as well in sales but what are you looking for uh like give us some things what you're looking oh, for wow. in a criminal and eyes and
2: like how about <laughs> this one i'll ask you a specific question sure what do people do when they lie oh uh, so we that is a big misconception you can't tell if someone's lying okay right? so a lot of people say, oh, if I ask you certain... So if I ask you, picture the front of your house, okay? <laughs> you know right? this one. You know We're, this one? let go uh, up
1: to the right, right? None?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Count how many windows. No, no, that's, that's a different thing. But yeah, count oh. how many windows you have in the front of your house. I'm not going to do, do it. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. just remembered I live yeah. in an apartment. You like <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so they said, oh, if you, if you go up to the left, if you're right-handed, right, if you go up to the left, you're telling the truth. If you go up to the right, you're making, you're making it, it up. up. It's not really true. It's not that really accurate. Mm. It's just, that's the way your, your brain works. It doesn't mean that you're lying. Okay. So what we do, like when I'm in the box doing a, an interrogation, right? I look for comfort or discomfort. So um, I will ask you a question and I will see your body language, see what changes. It's the behavior change, right? Um, if I ask you, like, say you did a crime in a red car. Oh, what, what color is your car? I'll see you swallow. I'll see your neck carotid go. Mm. I'll see your feet look point away from me. Okay. Like I'll, I'll look for all those things. I'm like, okay, that's a clue. That distressed the person, right? Made him made uncomfortable. Yep. So I go ask a bunch of other questions. And then when I come back, I say, oh, so what year's your car? Your red car. And then I'll see the same actions happening again. So now I'm starting to build that like, okay. You're, lo- up you're with analyzing
1: this. their behavior and then you know. Right.
2: But again, you can't tell someone's lying. You're just analyzing what's making them uncomfortable and mm-hmm. you can capitalize on those questions. So the perfect, perfect example I have is my uh, mentor is an FBI agent. Um, 33 years, he was doing uh, counterintelligence um, spy catcher really is what he was doing. Yep. So he had this one lady interviewing her the whole time. Like, oh, she's a spy, espionage. She's like, he's, this has gotta be her. Everything he's asking her, she's freaking out. She's uncomfortable. She's looking at her watch. She's looking over here. And he's like, all right. So the, the, the hammer question is, so you look like you're uncomfortable with something. Do, do you want to tell me something? And she goes, yeah, I only had two quarters and I put it in the parking meter and it's about to run out.
1: Oh my God. So, <laughs> so you never know. You never know.
2: She wasn't lying. She was uncomfortable, mm. but she, had, she was not even thinking about his questions. Yeah. Turns out she wasn't a spy, you yeah. know? So things like that, is, it's all about comfort. <laughs> you can't That's tell if crazy. someone's lying.
3: Yeah. So who's like the worst guy you put away or caught? Like, can you tell us a story about a bad guy? I mean,
2: there's been so many. So, so many. We got to
1: get one good, specific story out of you tonight. We want to hear about about a bad guy. Tell us about that guy you punched in the mouth.
2: (laughs) 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 No, no, I've never had, never rolled with somebody like that that much. Um, I've had a couple, a couple that we fought, but um, the homicide one was probably the The, best. The recent? The, the recent one. Yeah, yeah, that that was a good one. Um, a lot of work, a lot of stuff. It was just How one long guy that went inv- away.
1: How long mm-hmm. was the investigation start to finish?
2: 18 days. 18 days.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. And you wake up and it's the only thing on your mind. It's the only case you're working the whole time too, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Like they don't have you doing stuff in between.
2: No, no. And I, It was our entire unit. So we have 12 investigators and every day somebody's doing something else. Go pick up this piece. Go look for this. Go look for mm. this. Bring it back to me. So- I'm not really out there doing all everything, right? It, a lot of people think of like, oh, you see on TV, like the first forty eight, the yeah. lead investigators out there asking everybody every question. That's that's T V crap, you know. I'm in here, I the send puzzle out pieces, right? I send eleven guys out, yeah. they get the information, they come and bring it back, and then I kind of piece it all together and figure out what's the best way to go. So I, I had my narco guys doing surveillance stuff. Um, I had, we have FBI task force guys who were reaching out to get other task force members involved. It it was a huge, huge operation.
1: What is it like with like the network of police that you have? Like, do you have all, are you able to use the resources of like the state police and the Putnam County office and like sheriffs and like, do you guys all work together as a conglomerate? Like, how does that work?
2: So it, it depends. Um. For our agency, we're, we're the county sheriffs. So we are like the primary for the county. Um, if other, the other agencies have their own detectives and things like that, but they don't have a lot of the resources that we do. So if there's like a huge crime scene, like a lot of blood and forensics or whatever, they'll call our forensics unit out and Mm. we'll take the pictures. We'll, we'll do a lot of that stuff. So there's a lot of give and take. Um, the smaller agencies just need more bodies. Like that's what we, they need help putting stuff together. Um, if we need help, like we need more resources, yeah, we call the state police. Um, in in my homicide, we we really I don't think I really use state police at all. I went right to the FBI because it crossed jurisdiction lines. Um, mm, interesting. So because it was out of state, down south, I, yeah. I, I had to use a different agency. What's to help like out? the
0: farthest reach you can go? Like who can like levels above FBI? Is there really even anything above that? I've that you would done. Go
2: to? I've uh, used. Secret NATO. Service. I've used uh, <laughs> FBI, what did you NATO. <laughs> NATO. Um, right now, I have uh, a crypto case, uh, like a financial crime mm. crypto case. Um, where Secret it, Service. It led me to Nigeria, oh, yeah. so I'm working with the Nigerian, like federal EFCC or whatever they are, like the federal. Was it like a Nigerian scam thing? The the my suspect is in Nigeria, so yeah. oh my god, yeah. Which you think? I well, I can't. do, I'm Putnam County. I can't yeah. do anything. Hey, what's but the Yeah there is none so he commits a crime that's nigerian crime and they will arrest him over there so it's kind of i pass the buck i do all the work and say here you go Go
0: you know
1: here's all my
2: work yeah enjoy it so we can reach
0: anywhere you know yeah you can really have any pull whatever's needed yeah what was was. what was working
2: with uh the secret service like so they do a lot of money stuff um i it was another financial crime where it led me down to the dominican republic and mm-hmm. um, you call them up and like, hey, I get this money thing, blah blah blah. You explain the case to them, and generally, I'm like, listen, I'm a, I'm a little little cop at a little town in in New York, you know. And uh, I explain the whole case. I say my suspect's name, and they're like, oh yeah, we just arrested him and seven others last week for the same crime. Send us your stuff. We're gonna tack on the charges. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty cool. Oh, sweet, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know. And then it's crazy. I got to call my victim back and be like, "Hey, just so you know, the Secret Service, uh, Secret Service is going to call you, and uh it's for real. It's it's really wow. that. You know, yeah.
1: That's wild. I could never imagine getting a call from the Secret Service. I'd hang up. And be like, right? what the fuck just happened? Yeah, no way. <laughs> <I'm> nervous. Yeah, <laughs> that's intense.
0: <laughs> when you were young, did you ever get in trouble yourself? Uh Stupid little
2: shit. Yes and no. Yeah. Um The I actually got in trouble. With, I and my mom will kill me, but I got to tell the story. So I got in trouble when I didn't get in trouble, okay? So okay. I had a 95 eclipse, all tricked out. Fast and Furious just came out. Literally could have been in the movie, right? <laughs> and uh, my curfew was nine o'clock. I had to be home at nine o'clock, right?
1: Not with an eclipse with the underglow. With the underglow, yeah. You had to show which, it off. Which broke. don't get dark till nine?
2: <laughs> <laughs> broke every time. So I actually came home early one night. It was like 8.30. There was nothing going on, whatever. So I came home. My dad was asleep on the couch. Uh, he's a musician, so he was always out late at night. So I'm like, "Ah, I'll just let him sleep. My mom was upstairs. I go upstairs to my bed and I just fall asleep. Right. I get woken up at like six o'clock in the morning from my mom shaking me awake. She goes, um, every voicemail that's on your phone, just delete it and ignore it. Oh my! And I'm like,
4: what's
2: going on? So I wake up, you know, I hit my voicemails and it progressively got worse. (laughs) Where the hell are you? I'm going to kill you. Once I find your car, and am ripping every wire out of the car. You no longer will have a bed. And it just kept going. The last one was my dad. And it was just and hung up. I was like, oh, man, what the heck? So I go downstairs. I'm like, what's going on? And my mom, she came downstairs. My dad was now awake watching TV in the middle of the night and says, what? Did Kevin come home yet? And he's like, no, he's not home. So my mom went out driving, looking for me. Oh, my God. She went all over. She thought I was like street racing in Queens. She went to the police department thinking I was working at the police (laughs) department as a cadet. She went to the movie theater. She came home, went upstairs. My dad is still awake. She goes, did he come home yet? Now it's like four in the morning. He's like, no, I didn't come home yet. She goes back out again, goes looking for me till six o'clock. She comes home. She opens the garage and there's my car in the garage. Oh my God. She comes storming inside. What time did he get home? My dad's like, he didn't come home yet. She goes upstairs and she finds me asleep in the bed. And that's when she woke me up. Oh yeah. my. Oh, Till this day, I think if she didn't come and look for me, I'd be dead. Yeah. I would have got the beating of my
1: life. Oh, that's funny, dude.
0: Wow. Okay. So that was the, that was the hardest thing. That was the hardest thing you ever had to go through. <laughs> you did. You got yeah, in was, trouble, but you didn't do anything. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I've gotten tickets and got my car taken away. Got it. And okay. That, you know, but yeah. that's Your uh, father was a musician. What'd your mom do? Musician. She, she was a music oh, teacher for wow. 35 years. Um, they own a music store for fi- 50 years now. Yeah, hmm. 50 years. Never got into music? Uh, I, yeah, I did. I could play pretty much anything.
1: So you're a pianist. No, I'm a pianist. <laughs> That's another fun word. Yeah, penist and, penist prosthetist. and prosthetist. And prostatist. yeah. Those are my um, favorites.
2: I toured Europe for uh, a summer with my sister in an orchestra. We went what? to Vienna and Prague. Um, my main instrument was like a clarinet. My, my dad was a, a woodwind player. Mm-hmm. My mom was a piano player. Um, so when you pick up those two, you can pretty much play anything. Um, during high school, I worked at my dad's music store and I did repairs, so I can't fix them if I don't know if I fixed them I or not, you know, them, right. so yeah, yeah. I, I can pretty much play anything, not perfectly, but I can at least know if I'm, if I fixed it, you know? Wow. Um, that's cool. That's do you cool. still
1: do any instrumentation? Yeah.
2: Um, I, I own a piano. It's in storage right now cause we, we moved, but, um, I taught my wife guitar um, we have a couple of guitars in the house, so we just I pluck around once in a while. While she's cooking dinner, I'll pick up the guitar and play something. You
1: know? So romantic.
0: Uh. <laughs> do You play anything? You go with any guitars? Or sorry, a any uh,
2: instruments? A piano,
1: oh, but I only know did, one. In style. high
0: school, mm-hmm. did you uh, did you have to do a band or something like that? No. You want to hear a fucked up story? This yes. Is bad. This I will get canceled for this, but I'm saying it anyway. Um, when I was in seventh grade, you had to pick between general chorus or band. So I was in, I was in a, a, a band and then I got kicked out because I didn't want to play. And I got in like argument with the teacher and they were like, all right, you just got, you're going to course. You got to sing. I said, okay, no problem. The kid next to me was doing something and I called him a retard <laughs> and the teacher's son was retarded. Oh, and that was geez. a bad day. That was a bad day. They screamed at me, cursed me out. And then I had to do. Then I had to take gym class every day. Because you, you know how you used, used to have to do it every, every other, other day? day. Yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. like, all right, you're fucked. Just go do gym every day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, yo, I yeah, was, I called someone like, so retarded and her son was I murdered. was that
1: kid in school who, in gym class, tried fucking hard and like dominated. Yeah, me too. Like, you know how... I would have loved to have Jim every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it was great. I'm like,
1: what? I got in trouble
0: twice and I don't have to sing or play clarinet. Perfect. Fucking perfect. I played Jim every day. Yeah.
1: It was the best. So I want to know about your, the aspirations for the rest of your career. Does it stop at detective? Do you eventually want to take a leadership role? What what does it look like for your future?
2: So uh, last weekend, I actually did take uh, my promotional test. Um, So the next step in like the track that I'm in is a senior investigator, which is like the supervisor of the unit. Um, after that, you'd have to go back down to like road patrol stuff, uh, like a lieutenant, things like that. Um, captains are elected in our in our position, so that's generally like the retired guys or who, who's able to retire soon. Um, I have four years left, so damn, I can really? retire. I could retire in four years. Dude, so. You look damn. young as hell. Yeah. Holy, shit.
1: good for you, <laughs> yeah. bro. So, what depends. are you Italian?
2: All Italian strict? No, so Italian, Yugoslavian, Scottish, and British.
1: So Italian. Italian. So you're Italian.
2: (laughs) Got it.
0: (laughs) So you got four years left, and are you planning on
2: potentially retiring in the next four or five years? Right now, I have no plan. I can go, maybe. Um, I'm just debating what what the next step is. Living in New York, I can't live on my retirement. You know, just like anything else. Price keeps going up, and nothing else changes in New York. Mm. But
1: uh, um, Just so you know, we're hiring. And you'd be a great salesman. Mm. <laughs> you'd be a very good yeah. sales the rep. The pay is I very could. good. <laughs> and it's and in you have your retirement, I too. Could. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, man, use I've, that NLP. Yeah, it could be good. My father really started,
0: car, he started here when he was 57, started selling Solar. So, oh, really? Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. When you're old, it could be good. Older. Um, yeah, that's interesting. You started at 22. Mm-hmm. And you can retire at forty-two, so twenty years, and that's it. Twenty years. Yep. Wow.
2: Yep.
1: Dude, Wrong you look years. young as hell. Yeah.
2: Rough twenties. I'm
1: thirty-eight. You don't look thirty-eight. I hope I look. <laughs> you're thirty-eight. When I'm thirty-eight, I feel like I aged like ten years in the last three years because yeah. of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It slowed me down a lot. Yeah. I used to be like hyperactive, like literally running up trees, doing backflips, and like all sorts of crazy shit. Right. And now this. So love it now I'm dad mode hardcore <laughs> love the couch yeah I can sit on the couch for out I'm sitting on a couch right now and I'm working <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's uh let me ask this from the amputee what um what is it like what is what happens when you get older with an amputee does that do you because you're still young and I don't know if we've ever met anyone who's old old with an amputee because your skin gets worse and everything else like do you know anyone who's old yeah.
2: and no, gets really fucked up? No, I just I just know as as I'm getting older, mm-hmm. I have to adjust my ways. Um, like to get up in the middle of the night, I'm not putting my leg on to go to the bathroom. You know, mm-hmm. I used to hop, and I know that in the long term, that's not really be a good bad. idea. That's your yeah. hips gonna go, whatever. So, uh, my amazing wife got me crutches, which at first I was like, I ain't, I'm not using crutches. I, no yeah, way, like that. hate yeah. crutches. Yeah, yeah. But now I love them. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like I go to training, I don't bring them. You and use I get, the underarm pit ones, or yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I can't Love. stand crutches, dude. They, In my personal crutches. version of hell, I'm using crutches. <laughs> crutches, yeah. I hate them. I have, I have a uh, this thing called an eye walk because I'm a BK and I still have my knee. Are you, are you able to put any pressure at the distal end of that, or no? no. Would that hurt?
2: Like if I take it off and go to knee on it? Yeah, it hurts like hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Shit. It's like bone on just your limb you're yeah, saying yeah, yeah yeah on this side yeah my bone is right at the edge Ooh. so it feels like you're walking just pinching on your skin on a sharp kneecap yeah yeah yeah. Shit. yeah so kneeling is like out unless i got this on then i can do whatever
0: do you have anything to supplement that like he's got the eye walk thing that kind of wraps around do you have anything oh, just got for, crutches yeah just crutches. Crutches.
2: I, I have a liner um you know but i yeah, but I mean, yeah, something
0: else to just like if your legs really busted up for the day, is there anything else yeah. you can use? No, you nope. just crutches. That's
3: it. Yeah. That's Yeah. yeah. We we'll suck it up. Kevin, were you married <laughs> when you got in your accident? No.
2: Were not you enough. with Shanna? We just got married in August in Scotland. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Scotland. Was that relations? Yeah, August. Holy. Yeah. Almost a year now. Congrats,
0: right.
1: guys. Yeah, thank you. That How was the first year of marriage. Awesome. Awesome. You're not just saying that because you're on camera, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. It's great. No, and, good. He just you just know, got engaged? Yeah, I got engaged. We're planning on getting married August 24. Nice. Yeah, we're trying to plan. It.
2: 22.
0: Why'd you go to Scotland? Because you're Scottish? You she, family there or
2: something? It's like a, a fantasy. She's always wanted to go, but yeah, my family's Scottish. So we figured, hey, that's. That was Scottish. That's a bit Amazing. Yeah? Amazing. The worst part is the driving. You know, I'm like, I could drive anything. You know, I'm like, Cop, I do a hundred and with lights and sirens and everything. Yeah, the other side of the car, on the other side of the road. Oh, instant panic attack. <laughs> okay, I, for the first and she'll tell you the first day where the car that was in front of me, wherever they were going, is where we were going. I'm just <laughs> following it because I no idea. There's no traffic lights. There's, what? There's no stop signs. It's literally just rotaries or yields. What? Yeah. So it's just constant go. Yeah, it was. It freaked me out. Mm. It took me a good two, three days to get the used to it. The only thing
1: I can compare to that is like, I've been to Ireland a lot and I assume they're kind of similar in yeah. that way. And like, even in Ireland where I went, like people don't use cars all the time. Yeah. fucking walk everywhere from my memory. Yeah. So I feel like the roads are underdeveloped. Like you're saying, Yeah. Um, what are the accents like out there? We didn't people see a talk, single one. Didn't see a person out there.
2: Oh no. Oh, accents. 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 Oh, accents. No, those are great. Yeah, those are they got some You have like, like awesome.
1: family out there?
2: No. No. Uh my family was from Aberdeen, which we were going to go, but just we ran out of time. We had 11 days out there and we still mm-hmm. didn't have enough time, so we got to go back.
0: What's so, in Scotland? I don't even know. Is there like give me what would you go say?
2: Uh a million castles. You ever see the TV show Outlander? uh uh-uh. No. So mm-hmm. it's she loves it. Like we, old school castles, old like old castles. beautiful castles. I I think the, the castle that we went to was from the 1500s, 1400s. But yeah, sold. um, So I'm sure everybody
3: wants to hear about castles, but I think we should talk about what it's like dating when you were dating your wife as an amputee. When did it come up in conversation? Was it right away? Like when you were before?
2: (laughs) So I was at the gym, right? I'll tell you the day that we met. I'm at the gym and uh, everybody comes up and asks you something, right? They're always... Shaking your hand, thank you for your service, and now it's uncomfortable because <laughs> I like I'm not in the military, but thank <laughs> you. You know, I at least say, "Hey, I'm a cop, so whatever, I'll accept it." You know, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So, but this one day at the gym, I'm just trying to work out, and probably seven people came up to me and it's like, "Hey, you know, good job being here. What happened to your leg?" And I'm like, "Hey, listen, all right, take it easy, all right." And then the seventh, the seventh person, don't know why, I'm sitting there on the bench, and he comes up, he goes, "Hey, uh, you know, what happened to your leg?" I'm like, "Motorcycle accident." All yeah. right, he goes. Still ride? That's the
1: fucking number yeah. one question. I hate
2: it. Yep. No, I don't ride. Yeah. So I said, no. They put my my uh, bike in seven garbage bags. Like I just got like <laughs> nasty, you know. Mm. So uh, he like walked away, and and Shanna walks up to me, and she goes, uh, "You get that a lot." <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, but now I gotta calm down because you're pretty and you're talking to me. <laughs> so and that's uh that's how we met. She just approached me and it was because of my leg at the gym, you know. So look at that.
1: Picked yeah, up right? in a gym the other yeah, way
3: around right? too. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that's that. how
1: I got picked up in the gym. Yeah. By my fiance. She was my personal trainer.
3: There you go yeah so so works. so to follow up on that i'm interested in knowing like in your line of work what is it like uh what is like the um uh, importance of having like a partner and like maybe like this kind of world of like ptsd like do you see a lot of guys that like take their work home with them what is it like being a cop and have being a partner at the same time uh so it it's it's rough
2: i, I see some guys that are having a hard time with it um we have uh I got a lot of friends. I don't know if you saw the the Bristol PD shooting that happened a couple months ago. Mm, I don't think so. A um, bunch of my friends. I, I, I work with them. Um, we have the cadet program. So I was I was an instructor for the cadet program. And we go out to Bristol. And there's um, an academy that we have for them. And we teach the range. We teach shooting, firearms, to like all the cadets, the kids. But uh, one of my buddies uh, went to a call, domestic violence, and he was shot. Shot and killed. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. Probably, Sorry, yeah. probably the word. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, uh, was real rough, real rough. Um, they're still having a hard time. Those guys like being with that. So to have someone like my wife, that is just like my rock being there for me is the best thing I could have. Anything like if, if even for limitations with my leg, like, listen, I, this is too long of a hike. I don't think I can do it. She says, shut up and do it. You know, you can do it. Just do it. All right, cool. We've been on hikes where my leg overheats and it's beeping. And I'm taking water and pouring on it to cool it off, you know, like, <laughs> and you just got to get over that mental part of like, yeah. y- you can do it. Like, just get it, get it done. Go do it with it. If it breaks, whatever, I'll crawl out of the woods. I don't care. It's seven miles, whatever, you know, but her, she's always pushing me. And to have that is worth everything. Yeah. Worth have everything. you ever
0: done like a Spartan race or anything like that? No, with I was, I
2: was debating it.
3: You know, you could do it. You crush it. We just did one. Here. I saw,
0: I met an amputee too when I was there. Yeah. That I had one leg. <laughs> yeah. And they're a blast, you'd fucking kill it. you yeah. It's they're not have you ever ran like a marathon or anything like that? No, nah, I hate running. Okay. Yeah, me too. Listen. <laughs> okay. That that's a whole different level. The Spartan race stuff is fun and you're doing yeah. climbing and monkey bars and everything, but that, that's a good time. Yeah. yeah, and it's in the woods, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's a good time.
3: So I guess this is my last question I have, uh, when you, when you talked about your accident, you kind of just like, you, you kind of brushed over. It seemed like you were like, never really had like a moment of panic. Did you find that like your, maybe like your family or people around you were more upset than you actually were in that process of healing? Like?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that the same Sergeant that I told you when I was a kid that with the bullets and everything, mm-hmm. he's the one that went to my parents and told them I was in the accident. Mom, no, you know, knees buckled, fell down, dad panic attack. You know, I've had a couple of my friends who who used to ride with me, had to go on medication, you know, like they were hard about it. And I, and they would just come see me at the hospital. I'd be like, listen, it's fine. Like I'm yeah. good. You know, I didn't have any broken ribs. I didn't have any road rash. I mean, just a little bit on this leg, but that's it. You know, it was just that. Um, one of my buddies who was with me at the time that it happened, never left my side at the hospital. He stayed in the bed next to me. He would always funnel everybody in do whatever he could but it was just everybody else was more affected and I felt it was my job that like I got to make them feel better about this like mm-hmm. I'm good
1: isn't that a, a, you like, know?
3: a crazy part of it it's like, wild
1: Yeah, wild. I think the person who was most affected by my accident was my brother he was behind me on his motorcycle and had to watch it Ugh. and yeah. like it really tore him up yeah and I can imagine because well I can and I can't but the point is, if I had to watch it happen to my brother, I would rather get in the accident two more times than watch what happened right. to me happen to one of my brothers. It would drive me, I wouldn't be able to sleep. But for me, it was fine. Yeah. I yeah, wasn't same. even like, I was cool during the whole I It was definitely yeah. in shock. But like, I remember I handed my my license to the police officer. Like, I was fine.
2: Yeah, same. So I my accident happened where I was a cop. So I knew all the EMS and the fire and everybody that showed up. And they were like, freaking out i was down in the ditch and they brought the stretcher to the side of the road and they're like oh how do we get him up here how do we do this oh my like, god i know him i just hopped up i, I stood <laughs> up and i hopped god. up the side and got on the stretcher <laughs> i'm like, like <laughs> now we're done like <laughs> <problems> <laughs> up, you know? so like oh, it was god. just you just gotta take control of it you know yeah. and i don't know what it was it just clicked in and just get it done you
1: know cab you're a different type of man dude yeah. I, i'm it's really happy we have you here man. i love I like it i think that Listen, I got uh, my last question for you. Wait, actually, yeah, yeah, I wait, got one wait, second. I oh, go it too. Shit. Right, hold up, Goes hold on. up. I know, I almost just got what beat up. Uh, what the you said your that?
0: leg just got taken off by the truck. Was it like destroyed or was it still no. like in one
2: piece? Laying in, a little, in the middle of the road like Like
1: just straight. Oh, did you get to see it? Yeah, I saw it. No yep. way. And
2: one of the guys I work with now is the one that picked it up and bagged it up. Wow. Yeah. What,
1: what did they yeah. do with it? Incinerate it? Uh, I don't know. I'm know. pissed. I don't know what the fuck they did with mine either. I I'm, I'm think assuming. they would have offered it to yeah. me. Like, I would have kept it. My foot? I would yeah. have, like, cleaned up the bones and kept it at my crib. I'm weird. On, I so,
2: on social media one day, I put up a picture, which was pretty funny a tattoo that said one foot in the grave on the back of someone's leg. <laughs> yeah. Mom freaked out. <laughs> you better not have put that on your body. <laughs> but I was think about it. Like, yeah, it probably got burnt somewhere, but yeah, what the hell? Mm, interesting. Is, I can't believe it didn't explode. It just. Yeah, yeah it was it kind of like just detached and went that way with the truck you know so yeah
0: weird fucking our bodies are crazy so during the
3: recovery and your healing process did you were you kind of like forced to see the potential uh dangers of like opiates like so yeah.
2: yeah being a cop i knew i knew that um I know that the first couple of days in the hospital, they give you the button, just click it whenever. And I was like, I'm not feeling shit. I don't want to feel any pain. I'm just click it, click it, click it. I was there. The second I was out of there and I was in the rehab, I'm like, I'm not taking anything. I will just do Tylenol. I know, you know, like we're not doing that.
1: I did do the painkillers. Yeah. And the hardest part of all the recovery was coming off the painkillers. Cause I, I knew when I was done, you know, I would test, check myself every day i'd be like okay i'm not going to take anything until it hurts and then i would make it through a full day and then okay i got a quick cold turkey and i did that shit, yeah it's pretty clear what, how people get addicted to that shit. Yeah. it's amazing yeah they're yeah. great and coming <laughs> off of them sucks yeah. it is the yeah. deepest trap i've ever seen in my life yeah uh, but i i you know i've seen a lot of what happens when you don't come off of them. yeah, yeah. so i didn't playing any games with it
2: one of one of my certifications is a drug recognition expert um, I'm one of like probably 50 in like the this area like the Hudson Valley um, it's if someone's driving like a DWI just not alcohol it's on drugs mm-hmm. so um, I knew a lot about the receptors and how drugs affect the body and all that so I was literally freaking out when they're like oh we'll give you morphine I'm like no nope nope no we're not going down that road.
1: So you dealt yeah. with some fucking pain.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. They they had me on a morphine drip for like three days. Just keep clicking it.
1: Anytime you want it,
2: I i wouldn't even know if I wanted it or not. As soon as that light went green, it's good to go. I'm like, click.
1: It was green for you, too. So it's been green for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I used to call, when I was in the hospital, I used to call, I would say to my brothers, like, we'd be talking to be like, all right, guys, I'm going green lantern. Boom. And I'd hit it and then I'd just be like, ah, in the bed. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like super relaxed just
0: attached to you ready to go Did it's like literally hardlined into yeah. your
1: into your body and it would you, you'd Wait, hit it what and it was uh mine was uh Dilaudid, yeah it's of- Which is probably what you had too so, yeah probably. Yeah. Um, it's like a drip so. damn yeah you'd it was hit just ready button. to go i thought
0: they'd come in give you a pill or oh, like no. something no you hit that just-
1: button and mine was on like a 15 minute time limit every 15 minutes you can hit it and i'd hit it and i'd just go
2: Bleh. yep
1: going green lantern oh, it's, it's wow. on, re,
2: on reserve
1: and, when, yeah.
0: and it would just knock you out like cold like as soon as you hit yeah. it you're just yeah. pretty much. Yeah. you just hit it and, and then like, you get
1: yeah. used to it. i mean i was on it for a, 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 quite a long time compared to you i mean mine yeah. was seven surgeries my leg was fucked up because i w- i landed in the woods it was dirty yes the brake was my leg was pretty much mashed between my motorcycle and a rock wall oh, so yeah. it, it was like bad it yeah. actually started down here and then they cut like all the way up to here. Right. Seven different surgeries.
0: Wasn't that the last surgery where they were gonna go above your knee?
1: Uh so they almost at the end. Uh I wouldn't say the last one, but it no. was getting to that point where it was awesome. a thought. And it's a lot harder being above the knee.
2: Oh, you know, can you basically got like two legs?
1: Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking
0: bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I said that, I, I pretty Fucking much lost bitch. my ankle and my
1: foot. So yeah. like my day to day hasn't changed a whole lot. I can't run. On a moment's notice but well, we've seen people between too me and you i never fucking did before yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> what's the difference you're we've right. seen
0: people that they're they're like down here yeah and oh, like yeah. you're you're barely even yeah they just lost no their ankle yet. yeah
1: well like not having your ankle is a big difference yeah. yeah still i'm
0: just saying the, the farther it goes down i feel like it's major major difference yeah and lassie his leg his thigh like is here oh, the he's got so like, high. he's on. got yeah. like six inches of thigh yeah, that's, that's it nothing
1: yeah, yeah. but his wiener is longer than yeah, his that leg. That thing is
0: Technically, what's his leg? If your wiener hangs longer than your leg.
1: Don't get into the that's details. Pretty much a leg. At least he gets to say, my wiener's longer than my leg. Yeah. How does he, does he actually Brad's say work? it,
3: Tony? How does it sound when he says it?
1: Uh, I got to get into it. Come on. My wiener my is longer than my leg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's Still my boy. Shout out to it. Lasse. Right, <laughs> Go ahead. Out.
0: Ask your final question.
1: I assume you're going to have an awesome answer to this. No pressure. But my favorite question to ask everyone we have on the podcast is at the end of the day, what is your message to everyone out there in the world? If and- yeah.
2: So if, if there's anything to take home, this will not stop you. If you have any type of trauma, you can get through it. Your, your brain and your body, it can take so much more than what you think. Mm. Just get it done. Send it. Don't let anything hold you back
1: that's it that's beautiful Stay that's hard that's it that's strong that's what i try to tell people like you know some people come to me sometimes in the same way they come to you and ask yep. you know i got a friend he just lost his leg can you talk to him absolutely and like it's, it's amazing how powerful that message really is but when you someone like you are a walking talking example of it with 15 years under your belt killing it yeah. like when it comes from you it's a lot more powerful sure. so thanks for coming on bro
0: awesome thanks kevin that was appreciate, awesome podcast. You guys. thank you man Let's-